What's up guys, Anand here. Welcome to Charming Football. Today, I'll be doing a roundup of all the major events that took place uh, in the major football uh, leagues uh, around the world. Uh, so let's kickstart this beautiful game. So uh, talking about uh, the uh, EPL, uh, so there are some interesting ties uh, that took place last weekend. Uh, so the eye-catching match was between uh, Liverpool and Manchester City uh, in Anfield. So it ended up in a draw uh, 2-2. So uh, the storyline behind this game was that uh, in the first half, uh, Manchester City dominated the play and they could have easily scored the first goal uh, and going into the second half, they could have uh, built the momentum and uh, could have won the game but uh, they, they couldn't uh, score the crucial chances what they created and Bernardo Silva was out of this world and especially in the first half so coming to the second half uh, uh, the like by his own uh, uh, he just uh, created a wonderful space uh, across the right wing uh, obviously it's Mo Salah and he opened up a space and put a wonderful pass to uh, uh, Sadio Mane and uh, Liverpool uh, went into the uh, lead uh, in the second half uh, so subsequently uh, like uh, there were a string of passes uh, playing like uh, in between the lines and also across the web the uh, city created more chances and uh, uh, one chance fell into the uh, like uh, hands of uh, um, phil foden and uh, he started the first goal for manchester city so they leveled up and uh, it was more of an open game uh, post that uh, so um, um, in the other way of play uh, the similar person like who assisted in the first goal Mo Salah uh, he done a wonderful uh, like dribbling uh, across uh, the uh, midfield and also the uh, defensive players of Manchester City and uh, uh, across uh, Laporte uh, he just uh, hit a wonderful shot uh, uh, with his uh, right hand uh, side of his play and uh, like he slotted the second goal for Liverpool so it was a brilliant play from Mo Salah he's on fire especially in this season uh, and uh, they are uh, really having a wonderful team play along with Sadia Mane and Firmino uh, like in the uh, uh, front hand side of the play. So talking about Manchester City, uh, they created more chances uh, like uh, even as they are like uh, lagging behind uh, Liverpool. So in the closing stages of the game, uh, uh, they had one or two chances and uh, once a chance uh, was created by Phil Foden, uh, he had a wonderful layoff ball from left wing uh, to put in the six yard box where Walker missed the ball and uh, it uh, slotted uh, in, uh, in terms of straight to uh, Kevin De Bruyne. So obviously he'll not miss it. He uh, hit a wonderful thunderous uh, shot and uh, it got deflected to through Mantip and uh, they scored the second goal. So it was an entertaining game to say the least. So um, it was uh, obviously a draw. Uh, maybe City could have uh, like won this game uh, considering the first half dominance that they had. But end result uh, in the balance of play with both the teams creating uh, specific chances, uh, uh, like it was a draw. And uh, Liverpool are uh, in the second place with 15 points, uh, and uh, Manchester City are in uh, third place uh, with 14 points. Uh, so talking about the other games, uh, Manchester. United versus uh, Everton, uh, it ended in a 1-1 draw. Uh, it was uh, more of a uh, like uh, 
um, dominant play with Manchester United in the first half. Obviously, uh, Cavani had a wonderful chance, uh, but Pickford uh, saved the ball and uh, Anthony Martial, uh, like in the roundabout and the uh, like nearing the uh, first half uh, extra time, uh, scored the wonderful goal. Uh, it, it's more of a, a similar play that uh, he generally uh, does it. Like Bruno played a wonderful pass towards him, and from left wing to uh, right side, he just uh, uh, came as an inverted winger and he just slotted. Uh, so uh, Pickford couldn't do anything, and it was a wonderful goal. So Manchester United went in the uh, like going into the second half with the one goal lead. Uh, but um, uh, like Everton had one or two moments uh, in the second half where they utilized it. So it was more of a, a corner for Manchester United where uh, in transition uh, Everton took an advantage, and Demari Gray was uh, explosive and uh, he utilized that opportunity and uh, he uh, like bullied uh, the midfielders and also uh, Fred couldn't uh, like control the ball and he could have actually laid the ball outside the pitch so that they could have at least uh, uh, like not en- enhance this uh, transition play but uh, it was obviously their fault I would say that uh, caused the goal for uh, uh, Manchester United so in the transition play uh, Demari Gray opened up the defence and he was uh, running through and he just uh, laid a wonderful uh, pass across the side and uh, Andros Townsend was coming from the right wing and uh, he uh, took the ball and he slotted uh, and, uh, towards the uh, like uh, and uh, towards the uh, other side of the post and DK was stunned in his own place so he couldn't do anything and uh, Andrew Townsend uh, pictured like more of a, a CEO celebration like Cristiano Ronaldo in the uh, celebration what he did uh, post the goal so like even post the game he said that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is like an idol to him and uh, he just out of respect uh, like did that celebration so in that way uh, he showed his respect so uh, it was more of a, a dominant play that Manchester should have or could have won that game, but uh, there was a single uh, play with regards to Everton where they used that opportunity and uh, they made this game very tight and uh, it ended up in a draw. So it is more of a tricky fixtures that uh, Manchester United are going to face in the uh, like uh, upcoming month and also in the next month post the international break. Uh, so it is more about uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, uh, should uh, build a team uh, uh, like wherein uh, that it's more of uh, they are playing in a a good play uh, on in certain situations but still if they could build upon uh, certain patterns of play surely they can easily win, win the games uh, convincingly uh, so maybe I would say it's more about uh, Rashford coming from injury and also Maguire coming from injury would surely aid the cost for them so they have crucial play, uh, games again Atalanta and the Champions League and uh, across uh, EPL they have uh, very big games coming up so ho- hopefully they will uh, work as a co- cohesive unit and uh, put a string of wins uh, uh, coming together. So, uh, like in the, for the other games, uh, Brighton against uh, Arsenal at Tenerbunna, draw. Brighton dominated the game and surely they should have actually won this game. So, they had very critical chances, especially inside the box where Mope could have done better. Even Lewis Dunk could have done better, but they uh, scuppered the chances. Uh, and uh, Arsenal just had uh, two shots on target in the entire game. They didn't uh, have a very good game, I would say, post the thumping uh, uh, win against uh, Tottenham. Uh, like in the North London derby uh, the previous week. Uh, so I thought that they could have uh, built the momentum and could have won this game. But Brighton uh, put a string of passes and uh, they dominated their play. And uh, Graham Potter, obviously, with the attacking mindset, uh, their teams are building a very good momentum going inside the upcoming fixtures uh, in the next month. Uh, so talking about uh, Spurs versus uh, Aston Villa, uh, like uh, Rottenham Hotspur, uh, 
when this game 2-1 so uh, in the first half uh, it was more of a uh, end to end stuff where uh, like both the teams uh, uh, like had their own chances but the first goal was scored by Hoybjerg he opened up the play and uh, it was a very critical goal for Tottenham uh, so post that uh, uh, like it was more of uh, Ole Watkins um, putting a equalizer for Aston Villa and uh, subsequently uh, Son opened up uh, the defense and through the left wing he put a wonderful cross ball uh, in the 6 yard box where uh, Lucas Moura uh, just wanted to just uh, uh, put the ball inside the net and target uh, was deemed as an own goal for uh, Aston Villa so um, um, Tottenham Hotspur went in 2-1 uh, the lead and they had even more bigger chances uh, in the closing last 10 minutes of the game where uh, uh, Kane had a wonderful uh, couple of chances but he couldn't uh, uh, score those goals so Tottenham were deserving winners for this game and uh, they won this game 2-1 and coming to Chelsea versus Southampton, uh, uh, the end game ended in a 3-1 victory for uh, Chelsea, but that was not uh, more of the scoreline that happened during the game. So Chelsea uh, had like specific chances, like Chalaba opened the goal for them, and uh, uh, subsequently in the second half, Southampton came into the four, and uh, uh, like they had uh, critical chances where Watt uh, 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 scored a uh, beautiful goal. Like even it was via penalty where uh, um, Chilwell. Uh, uh, like uh, had a foul uh, over the Southampton player and Matt uh, Ross uh, scored the penalty and it became 1-1. So the turning point for this game I would say was Matt Ross uh, like a red card. Uh, so uh, it was not necessary at that moment of the game because Southampton were uh, really building up a, a stream of play where they could have actually uh, either drawn this game or won this game but uh, uh, his red card changed the game and subsequently uh, Chelsea utilized that opportunity and uh, uh, Werner scored the second goal uh, it was a wonderful uh, team play goal and uh, uh, they went into the lead uh, and uh, in the closing stages uh, uh, Chelsea scored the third goal via Chelwell uh, Wally so it was a wonderful game um, where Chelsea won uh, 3-1 and they are uh, going to the international break uh, uh, st standing in the top of the table in the EPL and coming to Crystal Palace versus Leicester City uh, Crystal Palace uh, were uh, like lagging their uh, play with regards to their first half Leicester had a wonderful uh, play and they created more chances in the first half. So they went in a 2-0 lead uh, in the first half. Uh, Jamie Vardy had a beautiful game and uh, like in the second half, uh, uh, I didn't expect uh, more of uh, like Leicester City uh, just to sit back and to counter. But uh, Crystal Palace had wonderful chances and they scored two goals. And uh, end of the game, it uh, ended up in a 2-2 uh, draw. Uh, Leicester are like now currently in mid table. Uh, generally, they had a wonderful. Last couple of seasons under Brendan Rodgers, but this season didn't pan out as they expected. But they have really played well in the Europa League. But maybe that could have hampered the league season. Maybe that there might be some correlation related to it. And even. Uh, talking about uh, uh, um, uh, difference in terms of the centre-back positions uh, with regards to Soyuncu and Westergaard, uh, uh, even though they are stable, uh, Fofana is a very big miss for Leicester because he was uh, playing wonderfully well uh, like uh, in the last season. So, talking about uh, Leeds versus uh, Watford, it was a crucial win for Leeds, so they won 1-0 uh, and um, it was a very much needed win for Bielsa's team uh, and uh, Watford, as they lost, uh, they uh, they've actually parted ways with uh, their managers Cisco Bonas uh, uh, like even though they have like uh, 
profit uh, till uh, seven points uh, even before the leads came. But uh, uh, considering the performances, uh, they've actually parted ways with the manager. And uh, Claudio Ranieri uh, is like in talks with Watford to become the upcoming uh, uh, Watford manager. So he has a very big task ahead against uh, him. The reason being, uh, uh, even though he had a wonderful campaign with Leicester uh, and making them lift the first uh, like uh, EPL title, uh, like uh, it was not a very smooth path. Uh, what they what he had with uh, Fulham last time round. Uh, so coming against uh, with. Um, Watford this time and a string of 8 to 10 games which is very difficult in the upcoming months he should really like have a work cut out so that he can build from his defence and to at least put in a stream of draws and wins so that they can build momentum going into the season and coming to Wolves versus Newcastle Wolves won this game 2-1 and who like it's more of a star boy where Hong Hee Chan scored the two goals and they convinced uh, one against Newcastle. So Newcastle are having a very uh, troubling roller coaster uh, season uh, this time round. Uh, so they are uh, facing uh, like uh, a difficult. Um, uh, play wherein uh, they couldn't put a convincing uh, string of wins under their belt uh, and uh, Steve Bruce uh, obviously they have uh, his own issues uh, where uh, he missed uh, some key players with, due to the injuries so uh, that is uh, creating a chaos uh, going to the uh, specific games that he could have actually won uh, this last seven games in EPL so that that, that is one of the considerations that, that we should take into and uh, coming to Burnley versus Norwich, it ended up in a 0-0 draw and um, uh, it was a very uh, tight game so uh, nobody could uh, open the deadlock so it was a 0-0 like uh, scoreline and uh, talking about an interesting game, West Ham versus Brentford, West Ham uh, uh, like, uh, were really uh, not that much dominant even at home, uh, usually they really played well uh, and even in the last season at home but uh, maybe uh, their uh, wins in Europa League playing midweeks uh, are uh, taking a toss I would guess so they are really playing well in Europa League but uh, when they come to league they have uh, some specific issues uh, uh, and uh, uh, I would say they could have actually brought in a, a striker uh, during the summer they could have aided them uh, to bring in more of a rotation in the team play and they could have easily won games in EPL because I, I thought that Tammy Abraham would be the perfect uh, link uh, uh, to come in rotation with Antonia because Antonia as a player is an excellent player uh, uh, but he has some periodic injuries uh, so uh, Tammy Abraham could have easily uh, like uh, uh, filled that void, uh, but he has now uh, currently playing in Roma. Uh, so, uh, like Brentford uh, really played well in this game and uh, they won this game 2 1. It was more of the second goal coming into the last minute of the extra time in the second half, uh, where Bissa scored a wonderful volley. Uh, like it came uh, in more of an indirect free kick and Bissa uh, scored the winning goal for uh, Brentford. So, Brentford are really playing uh, well uh, like in the last seven games and uh, they're building momentum going into the season. So coming to the other leagues, uh, now talking about uh, Syria, Napoli have won seven games uh, like in a trot, trot and uh, they are really dominating the Syria. Osiman is in a uh, play, playing in like a uh, world-class striker and he's on fire. And the supporting cast with uh, Insigne and then Fabian Ruiz, they have wonderful players uh, supporting them. And the I would say that their main success lies in their uh, centre-back partnership with uh, Kalido Koulibaly. He's one of the best centre-backs in the world alongside. Uh, Ramani, even with the absence of Manolas, Ramani has to, stepped up and he's playing really well. Uh, so, Napoli are uh, under Spalletti are really uh, 
building a wonderful momentum and uh, they have put in a uh, like a group of results uh, till now and uh, subsequently they are followed by uh, Inter Milan, AC Milan and AS Roma uh, filling the uh, Champions League positions in the Serie A table. So um, coming to Juventus, uh, uh, like they had a very uh, difficult start to the season, uh, uh, even the Champions League they had a difficult game but uh, the opening game but uh, subsequently uh, like playing against Chelsea they won 1-0 uh, during the midweek. So I would say that built a um, momentum for them and uh, they won against uh, Torino 1-0, Locatelli scored the a beautiful goal for them and now they are currently in the seventh place with 11 points uh, so obviously they could really uh, going into the season under um, allegri uh, like after a difficult start uh, they can use this as a platform the international break uh, so that they can really gel up and they can uh, build up uh, uh, like more uh, play style across their uh, offensive play because i would say defensively they they look good but uh, they have they need some cohesion with regards to their offensive play so they could work upon that surely uh, like in the upcoming months so they'll really uh, climb up the ladder and they'll come into the second or first position and uh, coming to uh, the German Bundesliga, uh, like Bayern Munchen had a wonderful start to the season, but it was a uh, like a tricky tie, I would say, with uh, Frankfurt uh, at home. Uh, Bayern Munchen uh, went into the lead. Obviously, it's Lewandowski who will be the goal scorer, so they went into the lead 1-0, uh, and uh, they had some critical chances. Serge Gnabry uh, had a wonderful chance, uh, but uh, the ball hit off the post and it uh, rattled outside. And uh, even Frankfurt uh, built some chances and. Uh, um, they couldn't open up the goal and Neuer saved the chances but second half uh, Frankfurt had uh, critical chances uh, and they scored two goals and they have defeated Bayern München first time uh, uh, this season so uh, coming to the other games uh, Dortmund versus Augsburg Dortmund uh, without uh, Erling Haaland they won 2-1 against uh, Augsburg uh, and uh, they are in the second position uh, sorry they are in the um, third position in the German Bundesliga and in the second position Bayer Leverkusen they have had a wonderful start this time around uh, like Florian Wirtz uh, he's uh, a gem of a player uh, he's like uh, building up a very good attacking place with uh, Sheik and uh, Diaby uh, and they are scoring beautiful goals they have won 4-0 uh, against uh, Armenia and uh, they are currently in the uh, second uh, position and uh, talking about uh, the fourth position, uh, uh, Freiburg uh, are currently in the fourth position and they won 2-1 uh, two, uh, two against uh, Hertha Berlin. And in the fifth position, Wolfsburg uh, lost to uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach 1-3. Uh, so that was more of a uh, unexpected result, I would say, in the German Bundesliga. And um, uh, with regards to uh, Dortmund, uh, without Erling Haaland, they have really won crucial games there. Uh, but once he comes back, uh, really, it would be very interesting how they go into the upcoming games uh, in the next months. Uh, so, talking about uh, uh, the French League, it was an unexpected result that uh, came in the media where PSG lost their first game against uh, uh, like Rennes 2-0. Uh, this was the first defeat for them this uh, current season. And uh, Rennes really played well during this game. And uh, the MNM, they couldn't, uh, I would say, maybe the midweek uh, game that they won 2-0 uh, against Manchester City would have taken uh, some hampering. And uh, even missing Sergio Ramos uh, is very key because 
like uh, Marquinhos and Kimbembe have done really well, but uh, Sajir Ramas could uh, even strengthen the defensive unit. Uh, so they lost uh, 2-0 against Rennes, uh, and, uh, but even though they are currently in the first position in uh, French League. Uh, so coming to the other uh, like uh, Champions League positions, uh, Lens are in second place, Nice are in third place, and uh, Angus uh, are currently in the uh, fourth place. Uh, uh, so coming to uh, Spanish League, uh, Atletico Madrid uh, won against Barcelona 2-0 uh, in their home and uh, it was a beautiful game uh, where uh, uh, Lema scored the first goal and uh, Suarez uh, uh, like started the second goal. So it was a memorable moment for him playing against uh, his former uh, group. and. Um, Currently, Atletico Madrid, uh, Madrid are in second place in the table, and Barcelona are currently in the ninth place. So, uh, slow and steady, there is uh, pressure building up uh, for Ronald Koeman. Uh, but even though they have a wonderful uh, like uh, relationship with regards to uh, the authority, uh, when uh, Laporta has given uh, like support to him, that uh, and after even losing Messi, it's a, a tricky season where uh, uh, Koeman needs time to uh, build momentum and to put in a string of results. Uh, but with some aging players in midfield like say Sergio Busquets and also uh, like uh, PK uh, like in the centre back position they have their own issues so they couldn't uh, build momentum and uh, win games uh, so it's very tricky time for him going ahead uh, uh, post the uh, international break uh, so coming to uh, Espanyol versus Real Madrid Espanyol stand Real Madrid and they won this game 2-1 uh, so Real Madrid had some critical chances but uh, they couldn't utilise it and they had a shocking defeat even in the Champions League uh, they lost to Sheriff at home in the midweek. Uh, so it was more of a, like I would say, a forgettable week for uh, uh, Real Madrid. Uh, even though they are currently in the first place, uh, uh, they could have uh, like um, won the uh, games or at least drawn those games, but they lost it. So uh, it is not like end of the world, but still uh, like they could learn from the mistakes what they have done in the couple of matches. And their main issue, I would say, is specifically the centre-back pairing. Uh, Eder Militao and Nacho, really they are good defenders, but uh, losing Varan and Sergio Ramos in a single transfer windows, it takes a lot of pain for them. And uh, even bringing in uh, David Alaba, he's a wonderful centre back and he can play versatile in midfield and also as a left back. But I thought that they could have at least uh, brought in Porter as, uh, uh, as a uh, replacement for any of those uh, big shots who they lost during the summer transfer window. Even Jules Conte would have been an ideal replacement. But due to the financial problems, what they have currently, maybe they could have not gone into the window by bringing in these players. Uh, they brought in the uh, like uh, closing of transfer window. Kamavinga is one of the beautiful and wonderful players that I really love uh, watching. So uh, at his age, he has really matured uh, and he's really playing now. Alongside, uh, he can learn with the Cruz and Modric. Uh, so he'll be a wonderful player in the upcoming years. Uh, even uh, Valverde is a supporting cast for him in the midfield. Uh, so coming to the other games, uh, uh, like. Villarreal are having a very difficult start uh, uh, for this uh, league season and uh, they are currently like in mid-table and uh, talking about the other Champions League positions, uh, Real Sociedad have had a, a wonderful uh, string of wins and they are currently in the third place. Uh, they are accompanied by with uh, Sevilla in the fourth place. Uh, so this is more of a sum up of all the uh, specific events that has taken place uh, uh, like in the major uh, uh, footballing leagues uh, uh, lasting week. So, I hope you would have actually uh, enjoyed this content. Uh, hope to see you soon. Adios. My heartful thanks to all the football fanatics for listening to this podcast. If you love this podcast, follow the podcast link and share it to your friends. 
Feel free to share your views about the charming game football. You can catch me through the Twitter handle at c o o l a n a n d nine three, cool anand nine three. Take care, guys.